Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is the show where we are recapping back episodes of the Heartland TV show. And we are on season 11, episodes 7, 8, and 9 today. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Michelle's here. Hey, everyone. Yes. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. So these episodes, uh, they're interesting. I, season they're 10 was. Mixed. Yeah, they're a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah season 10 was so strong and then yeah and then they started off well and then mm-hmm. the last episode was the last episode of our show the last three were not the best and now we've got these <laughs> and then we have these <laughs> <laughs> oh god you put um, that there was some good stuff but <laughs> Um, but there's, yeah. I don't know, some problems. And then maybe it's just going to happen when you have a show that's on this long. So you're uh-huh. trying desperately to keep on to your core cast, which it's yep. clearly they have some problems the yeah. last two seasons with that. Mm-hmm. It, it tends to happen a lot. I mean, you have these shows where, you know, they go past, say, seven seasons. Right. Um, it's just so difficult to have characters. Like every show goes through, like Dawson's Creek or, a show that's just like about a family it's hard to keep you know the older kids as they get older it's hard to keep people as they get more famous it's hard to keep people that are just burnt out and and just don't want to work or you know are building their own families away from set so it's it's just hard um and especially a show that's so small scale like this one Mm. and has that sort of core unit um you know they just have to up the drama with who they have and try and bring in new people and it's sort of mm-hmm. working and not working to various degrees <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it's amazing the show lasted this long and is still going mm-hmm. I yeah uh, it's pretty remarkable for that kind of show because I, I feel like the really long shows I mean I guess ER was pretty long mm-hmm. um there are some drama shows but I feel like a lot of those long shows uh, are more comedies like um yeah yeah always sunny of, or something like that yeah or I mean you have shows like you know Smallville and Supernatural that you know they just went on for like a decade but again it, it, they were more easy so sort of to revolve a cast um sort of around their sort of main you know two or three people but yeah it's, it's hard when it's about a family yeah because yeah something like ER they can just bring in all different yeah, cast, different, doctor, you know, different people yeah, working. Anatomy. Yeah, I mean, Grey's Anatomy is just is unrecognizable compared right. to the first season. Yeah, I mean, you have, I mean, there Our was an entire, yeah, yeah, there's an entire season of Grey's Anatomy where uh, Meredith, um, she has, I think she had COVID, I think it was the COVID season, <clears throat> season where she was just in a bed the entire season, like, <laughs> you know, she probably get paid a lot of money that for for being in that season but yeah she just wasn't around so you know shows are getting away with not even having their main character around when they get to that point mm-hmm. yeah that's a tough gig you just gotta lie there <laughs> <Find a bit. laughs> yeah I mean it's true you do have shows that that it's just like wow they last forever like um I mean obviously the Simpsons but animation you can you yeah can, you can, uh, can keep going yeah um it's the the thing that's interesting about the simpsons is that it's basically i feel like it's had sort of four different shows 
like it just keeps rebooting itself within itself and so fans who actually keep watching are there's like distinct periods where it's uh within the show which is Mm -hmm. is kind of interesting but but yeah like uh it's always sunny 15 seasons um amazing yeah yeah yeah, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of ones. I mean, even things like Parenthood, you know, that was a show mm. that lasted, you know, a handful of seasons. And, you know, I think maybe the last three seasons, their finale count, like, they were so on the bubble all the time. Their finales always worked as series finales. Um, right. So, yeah, even something like that, Heartland is so unique in that I feel like the, the creators are so confident that the audience you know is still there um and their yeah. network still their network is still very you know much well and they must cool. have just a continual eye on amber marshall because yeah uh, she's the one that you you absolutely have to have her in a season yeah. of the show you couldn't so she must be the one that they are almost <laughs> like is everything okay yeah. how's it going how are you feeling yeah it's interesting <laughs> that, like I don't think she ever did any sort of Hallmark movies or any sort of Lifetime movies yeah. um, up until sort of more recently. Like, yeah. she was very sort of content to just stay on her show, um, where it's harder, you know, for other shows where, you know, I mean, those Stranger Kids, you know, from the, the Stranger Things set, like, yeah, they must true. have been getting offers of, like, in the millions to be in movies um, away from the show. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, she seems to just be content of been amy fleming it's true yeah thank goodness well yep. the first episode we're talking about is called our sons and daughters and uh, in this episode we have old friends return to heartland and amy tries to help their son form a connection with a dude ranch horse georgie adam and wyatt go on a road trip peter worries when katie doesn't come home from a trail ride uh, you know, this is one of those cases where I, I, I wish I knew sooner what the plot was going to be, because I would love to have somebody on this podcast who is on the spectrum or has loved ones on the spectrum, that kind of a thing, because it's really hard to kind of talk about it. Since, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. but um, <clears throat> they have uh, Mackenzie and Ian coming back and they were previously on an episode where they Mackenzie was friends with with Lou uh, and uh, Ian became her white knight her yeah yeah rescuing her and then then they actually had the wedding at Heartland yeah I don't know it's interesting like that the show is that sort of confident in itself of like bringing a character back that hasn't been there for like nine seasons (laughs) Yeah. yeah the audience will be here for this <laughs> well the, the i was like what as they're trying to remember you yeah. know sort of the <laughs> details yeah uh, of uh because yeah it had been a really long time i i don't know i thought this one was pretty good it's definitely the best of the three do, do you agree yeah i would absolutely agree the best of the three and sort of the most sort of heartlandy of the three um and it was sort of very um not a lot going on you sort of had your two your, your sort of three main sort of plots 
um, and nothing really beyond that. So they have this son, Grayson, who is uh, autistic and Mm -hmm. they are very, very stressed out about it. It's difficult. Um, They're very protective of him. Uh, I was, I found it kind of shocking when she pulls him away from, yeah. from chance at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really surprised me. Um, and especially the horse, you know, I, I was sort of worried about the horse getting spooked. Um, yeah. I'm so glad that that never happened, but yeah, like her sort of fear and, and, you know, you know, stress and anxiety of, you know, the care that she's had to provide for a child you know you could you could sort of see in that scene of like she's just on the edge all of the time you know it must be so hard you know I have a brother who has you know ADHD and that that's hard in itself but yeah autism is just and it's there's so many different aspects to it you know, yeah. every, you know every child is different well that's why I was going to say that I think what makes I think it's hard to portray uh I think it's hard to portray people on the spectrum because I I think it manifests itself so differently in every yeah. person and mm-hmm. I think because of that it can come across as kind of cloying yeah I, I don't know if you watched um I can't even remember the name of the show um but it was a, a Jason Katem show um from parenthood and you know I'm a big fan of him and his shows but yeah he had a show on Amazon um that was about um young adults on the spectrum um as we see it it was called um and I believe his child um is on the spectrum and that's why he wrote um a storyline in parenthood but now he has this this new show where all of the characters are on the spectrum and I watched one episode I sort of looked up and I saw that the the, the community is just not happy with it they're not happy with the portrayal they're not happy with you know not the sort of research that was done and, and not reaching out to um the the autistic community and and professionals before making the show and I sort of stopped watching it because that's sort of the you know the, the thing you want to sort of watch the something and know that you know, it's, it's the correct portrayal. It's, it's not hurting mm. anyone. But yeah, I felt sort of like, I, I don't want to watch this thing that's making, you know, people that are, you know, this is their lives and it's making them uncomfortable. Yeah, I I, I think it's tricky. I actually just saw a play last night that had uh, that was uh, about somebody with Asperger's. And I don't know, like, I think it was well-intentioned, but it made me uncomfortable. And I don't know. I, I think it's a tricky thing to pull off. I, I, I didn't, I didn't watch that. Um, the Sia movie, but I know that that really oh, offended yeah, a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. I stayed um, away from that one. Yeah. Because it it's on one hand, sometimes you get the, uh, autistic neuro neurodivergent people are, are like scary, which I felt like they were in a little bit in in this a little bit in that tone Mm -hmm. but then also you have the like they're special and you know like both of them are not great yeah Uh, it's it's tricky i think to uh, to write it Mm -hmm, very much so yeah yeah Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear if they had you know someone that they spoke to before they 
you know, went into the writer's room to write this episode or if, you know, one of the writers has experience um, because there has been, you know, some things in our comments and just like doing research before, you know, we mm. recap and, and looking over that um, Adam, you know, a lot of people suspected that that was his character, um, yeah. which, you know, wound up not being true. And maybe that, you know, initial conversation is what led to this episode. Uh, I just, I guess I don't really understand why you would bring your child to a dude ranch, to a working ranch and not want mm -hmm. him to like, su with supervision, be around the horses. Like what, why are you yeah. there? I, I thought it was a little bit weird. I, uh, they, they seem to be sort of like openly hostile to him being around the horses or with the horses. Mm -hmm or with uh, almost with anybody. So I'm like, mm -hmm. why did you come to Heartland? <laughs> it's a ranch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It would be very difficult to sort of shield them from things when you're, you know, you're, you're camping in the wilderness for, mm -hmm. you know, I guess like a week um, that they were there. But yeah, um, there's a lot more things than just horses on that ranch, you know. There's all sorts of, you know, I'm sure there's like snakes and bears and, and you know, lots of different things. Yeah. Uh, but at the very least, I mean, if you go to a ranch, you should expect to spend time with the horses and your yeah. child. Like her reaction was just so strong that yeah. it was kind of it, shocking. Yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting that she was so against it. And the husband, you know, he seemed to be really into the idea of, of animal therapy. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was a bit sort of, it we took were... me back a little bit that they were so on different pages and it's like, surely this conversation, you know, should have happened before they got there. Maybe it's something mm -hmm. that they've been arguing about for a long time. Yeah. I do think it would be incredibly difficult to have a child on the spectrum who's nonverbal. I think that would be incredibly stressful. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, I people do it and do a great job and they I admire them so much uh but i think because i am such a communicative person that would be very difficult for me yeah but uh <laughs> so yeah grayson he loves planes and uh he uh he grows to really love chance and i thought that by the end the the that bond was really sweet <clears throat> yeah, a bit of a soft spot for Chance because Chance is the name of my dog. Oh yeah. Um, I named him <laughs> after. <laughs> I named him after the dog in Homeward Bound. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah. So. I. You know. So Katie is being difficult uh, in <clears throat> this episode, and she doesn't want any food like she's very picky she tells jack that she wants sushi which i frankly i'm surprised that they even have sushi in hudson <laughs> that you can purchase <laughs> yeah they do make hudson seem like it just doesn't it has maggie's um and that's it <laughs> yeah it's maggie's but, it has sort of the feed store and that's it but then they throw it away just because she doesn't want it i'm like oh come on i bet georgie or somebody would eat it yeah yeah um, throw it away. It's like, it's like, yeah, i've never tried sushi i just can't i, I cannot get past it even the rolls um, no can't do it 
<laughs> because the I understand like the raw, but like yeah. the rolls, it's just basically, I mean, usually that's cooked. So uh it's pretty much just like rice and <laughs> and fake crab meat. Um but yeah, you should you should do it. You should you should break out and uh and, and do a comfort it. zone. <laughs> yes. You should. You shouldn't be like okay. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but I do think that uh, it's not good to cater uh, a child like that to a child like that. Mm-hmm. I I mean I know that some kids are super picky eaters, and mm-hmm. the way that my mom handled it is basically you could have if you could make it yourself, mm-hmm. like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that was always an option uh but that was the dinner you know they were not yeah. my mom was not about making separate things for you know each of us or anything like that that would not have happened i mean we weren't very picky but uh but i don't i don't know i don't think i think it's fine to have a, another option that they can make themselves but i don't think you should cater to to kids and their whims yeah i, I saw a thing at I can't remember who said it but he said with his kids he will give them something you know give them you know chicken and if they don't like it I'll say fair enough I'll try it and cook it a different way and you can have it again and if you don't like that you know then we can you know talk about you not having chicken anymore but you know just having it one time and then deciding I don't like that I'm never having it again when you know there's so many different options and how you cook things um so yeah he basically said they can try it twice and if they don't like it then we can you know have yeah. a conversation but we're not you know ruling out a staple just because the kids decided i don't like that well and like your mom or dad is not a line order cook you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> like not, uh, you have to either not eat or eat what is provided for What's you there, yeah 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 so I thought Jen was really funny in this scene when I, she comes in. <laughs> yeah, I really like her energy. Um, yeah, I, I feel like she's she brings a good energy to the show. I think Lisa Duru is in general a an underrated comedic actress. I think she's yeah. really funny. Uh, she was in that Love Guaranteed uh, on Netflix with Rachel Lee Cook, and and she was hilarious in that movie. Like it's it's a fine movie, but I thought she was really funny in it and. I, I've just noticed that that she can bring the comedy if given the chance. Yeah. Um, she was funny. I'm trying to remember. I'm sure I've seen her in, in plenty of things, but yeah. Just the way she sort of comes in and is just so high strung and so yeah. like bubbly and <laughs> then she can sort of have these really like tender moments talking about, you know, grief and things and then mm-hmm. yeah, she, she sort of um yeah, I'm sort of excited to see more of her yeah she was great and i i like the yeah she's like i've got the gluten-free pancakes I got the, <laughs> um and uh and i also liked her response to this painting so aunt evelyn sends lisa and jack a painting <laughs> and uh she's like i don't know what to say <laughs> it's funny that is always like a challenging thing of like I don't think I've ever been in that position of you know 
buying someone buying you something that you have to sort of put on display or wear yeah. like how do you tell them you don't like it well and lisa the and evelyn seemed to think that was her favorite artist but she's yeah. like no <laughs> yeah they've basically been at a gallery and and she said that you know oh that's great and lisa's probably went oh yeah okay and then <laughs> that's just translated her this is artist. why you should not lie <laughs> yeah yeah just just say it looks like a five-year-old's you know thank you that like it looked pretty run-of-the-mill modern uh, art yeah modern art to me but yeah but evidently it had like trash on it so i think that was part of the thing that they were like, didn't like. you know each to their own yeah uh but it's cute when jack tries to make lisa feel included and he puts it up there and and everything that was fun and everybody's yeah. like, what is that painting? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I liked at the end when they said, let's go to the gallery and pick out something we both like. That was nice. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they still haven't done a, uh, um, they haven't done a rock ceremony for Lindy. Yeah, that's true. Um, I know that the, they have the same um, twins playing. Until so maybe wait there that happens when they're about old, when they're about older when she's about older, um and she can have lines and things but yeah they still haven't done it. No, they haven't done it. Uh, so we have Georgie. She is going out with uh Wyatt, um and uh, Peter wants to meet Wyatt, uh and. Uh, so that's kind of going on mm -hmm. um uh and then there's this whole trip between uh with with uh with Wyatt to the Gopher Museum and she thinks it's going to just be a date for <laughs> them and then Adam ends up getting invited <laughs> uh which is like it's one thing to I guess have a third wheel on uh on an activity but to have your ex-boyfriend yeah, yeah it's very weird yeah <laughs> and i i mean i guess why it is just really insecure yeah yeah like both both has sort of storylines in this episode of of you know these episodes sorry um they do make sense because he is so awkward um and he plays that really well so yeah i absolutely believe that he would do something <laughs> that like uh -huh. You know, sort of, you know, make that seem like a a, a good decision in his head. Yeah. What did you think of this gopher museum? Yeah, this was so weird. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> it does yeah. seem like the kind of place that you would go to on a road trip. You know, it, it's of... a total road trip thing, yeah. but not like a day trip of just like going out of your way to go to it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, again, it does sort of fit why he does seem like a little bit quirky and a little bit awkward. And, you know, the idea that he thought that this was the funniest, weirdest thing is it's just like, yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it, I, it must be a place that actually exists. I mean, I doubt they'd make all that for, yeah, it must be, just yeah. for this. It must be in uh, Ontario. But uh, they they get there and the 
the uh, they get there and the gopher museum is closed and mm -hmm. then uh they have she ends up taking the they're they're gonna break in which seemed like a very bad idea yeah, but <laughs> but then georgie goes to the diner she talks to people she finds somebody who knows the maintenance guy lets them in to the gopher museum and they have a, a pretty fun time you have this conversation though between adam and wyatt uh, and adam says you like her and he, he says if you don't get out of the car and talk to her you're dumber than you look <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of funny yeah yeah they have like a good a good dynamic um mm -hmm. despite the fact that oh uh, the history between them yeah and i guess Wyatt is just scared he's just nervous which makes yeah. sense yeah it makes sense yeah absolutely he is just a very sort of awkward kid um and that definitely comes through mm -hmm. i mean and i don't know why they can't just be friends why <laughs> do we have to have these important huge big relationships in high school uh i don't know but anyway the drama is there and yeah. they end up having to leave because they find out that uh that katie is lost and i don't know what on earth anybody was thinking having brick and katie by themselves on these horses like, yeah that just seemed crazy to me yeah they're so little um and it feels like the dude ranch is you know a little bit away you know they can't see it from the house um so yeah, somebody had to crazy. help them get on the horses and get them all set uh -huh. up and they're like okay you go out by yourself yeah like, that just seemed crazy to me yeah and especially because they're like oh they're going to see mitch and mitch isn't even there it's like surely that's something that they would sort of check beforehand yeah yeah i mean we all have cell phones you can just mm -hmm. text him yeah. <laughs> uh that that was just i don't think that anybody at heartland would actually do that it just seemed crazy to me uh but nevertheless katie's horse gets spooked and uh, then she ends up wandering by herself and uh, she's had all of this problems with peter in this episode mm -hmm. because she's missing her mother um, yeah. and which is a whole nother barrel worms uh mess that you know i just don't think lou would have i don't think it's in her character to just leave her daughter like that for so long yeah yeah um i do appreciate the fact that they are sort of shown that it's difficult on on uh on katie but yeah i agree it, it just is such a, a ridiculous storyline mm -hmm. um for the lou that we've you know known for the last decade <laughs> yeah so then peter uh well georgie comes back so i guess they were only an hour away but that means katie was missing for well over an hour so that's scary uh but uh but then peter finds her and uh, it she's back to liking her dad again which was cute <laughs> um and then uh, we have Grayson riding Chance. First, he pets Chance, which was very sweet, and mm -hmm. and then 
he rides uh, and uh, and Mackenzie and Ian kind of make up and remember their wedding and everything and I I did like Lisa uh, well she takes down the painting and then she talks to Georgie and uh, she says well Wyatt is probably scared of you you're confident determined you know yeah. <laughs> uh, so Lisa's pretty good for advice yeah 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 she sort of steps into that role more um and it's different obviously when you know she puts out the advice for Lou it's sort of not met with the same reaction right. of, of Georgie it's sort of met with a bit of hostility and then Georgie says does this ever get any easier no it does not um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you have Grayson playing with Katie and Brick which was really cute yeah that was really sweet mm-hmm uh, and then our big moment. So, uh, so Georgie goes to talk to Wyatt. She's like, "Why was Adam on this trip? I was expecting it to be just us." And and then they have their big kiss. It was very exciting. Yeah, yeah. And again, like they use the the sort of surroundings that they have access to to just make the scene like ten times more more beautiful. And yeah, it, it was a really really good first kiss. For those two yeah they have really good chemistry they're good together yeah, for sure. mm-hmm. yeah i give this one in eight i thought it was pretty good yeah I, I don't know if i would you know rating this so high just because it's the best one in the bunch but i agree yeah like 7.58 for me we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode and that is the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall and more. It's as low as two dollars a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. All right so then the next episode is called Truth Be Told and this oh and I forgot to say that the previous episode that episode is was directed by Chris Potter so that's kind of fun (laughs) so the next episode is called truth be told and it's when tim's erratic behavior sparks concern from his loved ones jack suspects something else is going on this one Mm -hmm. also directed by chris potter so he's just crushing it um (laughs) yeah some people are taking time off he's working two jobs (laughs) on the same show uh yeah Uh, so this episode you have tim being difficult uh he's being ornery he's being tough um and uh you have jack starting to wonder if he's getting back in in, uh, his old vices with Mm -hmm. pills and and alcohol yeah but it seems like it's something else he's avoiding the doctor and uh 
and at the end we find out that he has a tumor mm-hmm. and so t- i don't know at least i guess there was a reason for tim being terrible <laughs> yeah so usually he's just terrible just because he's Tim. yeah yeah and i saw sort of the writing on the wall for him and for him and Casey when this happened but yeah it it just sort of I was surprised that we went in this route you know I really did think it was going to be um from concussions which is really scary like concussions are you know are no right. joke um they, they really should be taken seriously every time um so yeah I absolutely thought that they were going to you know have a storyline highlighting that but yeah it's interesting that they went in sort of this route of you know I'm having to, you know, possibly have surgery. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like he handled it the exact way I would expect him to handle it of shutting everyone out and, you know. Because I love him and Casey. I don't want them yeah. to break up. Yeah. Uh, and he, he really should not be driving. Like, no, what if he has one of those crazy. Like, Yeah, the, the doctor was like, you know, trust your judgment kind of thing. And I'm like, that's the last person you should be telling to trust his judgment. <laughs> Have you met you met <laughs> Yeah. And you should if you if you pass out sporadically uh without any not without any warning, it seems to be uh-huh. then yeah, you should not be driving. Wear, yeah, he's having to wear glass sunglasses, you know, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we also have Holly coming in with this horse uh, that uh, she she's a friend of Val's. She comes in with this horse named Holloway, and uh, she wants it to be a jumper. Uh, it's very expensive, uh, but Amy works with it and thinks that it should be a bronc. Yeah, I like when Amy sort of decides that. Um, horses you know have have you know dreams and goals of like this horse doesn't want to do this it wants to do this and it's like yeah okay Amy yeah I mean that's probably a true thing I don't know yeah. I I guess that's real I have no idea yeah yeah um, but uh, but the the whole thing with Georgie and Amy at the uh the posh barbecue was kind of fun yeah yeah you sort of see how similar both of them both of them are um i loved you know georgia just like can we leave and he was like yeah i wanted to leave the second we got here <laughs> yeah like, not their scene yeah and i did think it was kind of funny too and i think it was why it comes up as like well that is a dress yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Georgie>. <laughs> Uh, but all the girls are of course snobs at the party yeah. at the barbecue party and she's like and georgie says oh you're gonna have barbecued uh caviar and she's <laughs> like i don't think that's how it works <laughs> uh-huh but uh georgie does say that boys are dumb because why it's being ridiculous oh my uh, god he- like what is it he says like, Hot, like hey, hey bud, hey, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's so awkward uh, and he he's just really really nervous about uh, 
their relationship after they had the big kiss. Um, but he's also super jealous of Dylan, mm-hmm. uh, D- Dylan with our British accent and uh, fans of Good Witch will recognize Dylan. He played Reese Matthew. I mean, he is Reese Ma- Matthew Bond, but he played Nick on Good Witch. So mm-hmm. people will recognize. I was like, who is that? I know him. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't have his accent in uh, Good Witch. Oh, he doesn't? Yeah, I had to look him up and be like, are you British or is this like, I feel like he's maybe putting on the posh British accent a little bit more. Um, and that's why it sounded a bit off to me uh-huh. initially. But yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, you can, you can well, do the accent. It's kind of funny because they never, I don't think they ever really explained why he has an accent, like where he's from or did they? They missed it. Uh, I, don't I think, think he just do. does. Yeah, I think he just does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I was nervous when Tim is holding Lindy. I'm like, Ugh. oh yeah, yeah. This is where I'm like, this feels like very early seasons, Tim. Um, it feels like he maybe wouldn't take the risk as much now. Um, but like yeah, if you, because he almost collapsed and he's holding her, and I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah. If that couch wasn't behind him, then that could have been very, very bad. Mm-hmm. yeah uh so he's just acting really irresponsibly and then he's getting mad at jade for like practicing more yeah which makes practicing no sense. more and like planning her future uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i felt bad for jay there uh and yeah we also have ty being so ty is asked to go back to mongolia and because tilla the horse they worked on is having problems mm-hmm. i mean i don't know who thought this was a good idea i have no idea yeah it, you know we're obviously just going off of you know you know things that we're seeing you know when those episodes aired in comments but it feels like nobody liked mongolia so really yeah. Uh, you know even you know we're watching all these years later um so the idea that they saw that reaction um and then just decided to do it again this season is crazy to me but like yeah like let's take amy over let's take tim over it's just such a weird storyline yeah and so they they offered to pay to have amy go to mongolia with ty and it's weird because in the next episode once he gets there they're not even like paying attention to Tilla hardly at all. Like, yeah, I just feel like these are these people that are really going to pay thousands of dollars to to go from Canada to Mongolia. Mongolia. Your ticket's going to yeah. be twelve hundred dollars at least. And so, are they really going to pay thousands of dollars for this horse to be treated? Yeah. I I feel like, yeah, you, and it looked like an operation of like two people when Ty got yeah. there. It doesn't seem like a bustling you know rescue center or breeding program or whatever it was you know it just yeah. seems such a bizarre storyline well and so amy's passport has expired which doesn't matter actually i don't know how long canadian passports are but if they're like they are here they last for 10 years and it wasn't that long ago that she went to to help with um Kane in europe mm-hmm. So your passport should be 
shouldn't have expired but anyway uh so ty is going to go ahead of her instead of them going together and tim just thinks that's insane which i agree with him on this one (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i I agree with him at least they're sort of aware of the fact that it is sort of crazy and yeah it, it just doesn't fit well with amy as well of her being so game to do this i mean i understand that you know she is right that you know Lindy won't remember, um, but at the same, same sort of, it just doesn't seem like something that Amy would be all for as well. So yes, it's a, it's a confusing one for me to sort of um, put straight in my head. Yeah, and so Amy decides that she's going to talk to Holly. In mm-hmm. Holly's language of money, basically, and she says, yeah. "Look, this horse can get a lot of money as a bronc, can yeah. do very, very well." So yeah, that seems to do the trick. <laughs> Just mention money, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Tim, he misses his doctor's appointment. He's right outside, uh, but he decides not to go in. And that's when Dr. Varanti comes over, which, I mean, thank goodness, I guess he has a uh, doctor who plays, makes house calls. <laughs> um, yeah. But he finds out he has tumor. He says he doesn't want the surgery, which to me is crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand that it could affect your way of life, but mm-hmm. like a brain tumor is not, some little thing that you can just it's not like it's skin cancers i mean something like that that's more benign no this is like a big deal yeah he has to find out you know is it cancer or is it benign and you know is it something that can be removed um you know he has to find out all the the answer to these questions and he has to do it very quickly so yeah Mm -hmm. it just you know it fits well that tim would brush it off it's <laughs> ridiculous it. yeah but uh we have ty saying goodbye to the family and he says to lindy he says i'm going to watch the sun rising and i'm going to imagine the sun setting with you at heartland so that was cute that was cute even though i'm annoyed that he's leaving again yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like we just don't go <laughs> uh so uh so she i guess it was actually is it paul Polly or paula or holly? i'm not sure paula. the lady's name paula yeah paula, i said it wrong I said it was holly no it's paula anyway she goes she decides to train holloway as a bronc and then we get they must have been short on this episode mm-hmm. because we get this long montage of them all horseback riding yeah yeah sometimes you do that that was weird <laughs> with the song i don't know what that yeah. song was but yeah slow motion and just <laughs> um so i would give this one seven yeah yeah seven that's fair <clears throat> okay then the last episode is called challenges and it's Amy tries to get everything at Heartland organized before joining Ty on a work-related journey. And uh, 
uh, they don't have the director on IMDb for this one. So I don't know who directed it, but uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, this episode we have, uh, the majority of the episode is spent with Amy and Georgie and Mitch working on a jump for mm-hmm. uh, for their training. Uh, they evidently have a a jump that is going to be in the Olympics, which is uh, has water mm-hmm. on the jump, and Flame is is really struggling with that, um, and so. Mitch agrees to build them a, a a jump for them in the spot where Ty built the uh, jumps for Amy back way back. Um, so that was kind of a cute throwback. And and uh, the reason they 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 have a course they can use, but at the very beginning, uh, she uh, she falls off the horse into the water. Georgie and Dylan, it's his aunt and so Dylan sees it and he's like I think you're supposed to stay on the horse (laughs) I don't know what did you think about this episode um yeah I like this episode in terms of like the the Georgie stuff um it's it's just sort of the Mongolia stuff that sort of brings it down a little bit um and I guess this was their mid-season finale as well so I sort of knew that they were going to have some sort of a cliffhanger um I was just like, hopefully some nobody gets sick this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. All the Magoli stuff was just like, uh, And uh, I, I did like when Tim's like, what's wrong with these two? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just made even more complicated with the fact that, you know, Lou isn't going to actually be there until, you know, the next day and nobody's going to be Amy at, meet Amy at the hospital at the, at the airport so it's just like if, if that was me I would be like yeah just yeah just forget it yeah and then when <laughs> Tim's the like, well yeah. you know when Jack is offering to go with Amy you're like wow that's a because he hates traveling so that's a uh-huh. gesture yeah. um and and then uh, and then Tim says he will go but he can hardly walk I mean it's yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, and you know, at least a little bit. Ty knows a little bit of what he's walking into. You know, he's mm-hmm. you know been there for a while. Whereas Amy, she'll be so out of her element um, with all these different factors. So yes, I did think it was <sighs> funny when Tim says that they've got the world's oldest babysitter because lisa's gone too that's lisa's gone too yeah so it's just it's just a bad idea don't go to mongolia i'm sure mongolia is lovely but not not where they are with the poachers and everything and i just what are they going to do i don't really understand yeah i mean i guess they can help tilla but but i don't know it seems like a lot for a horse that's not even a main horse it's not like it's spartan yeah it's so difficult because they haven't done a good job of making us understand why Ty is so renowned as a vet now, but right. only him. They don't have any other vets in Mongolia that has, you know, got his capabilities, even though he's been a vet for just a couple of years. <laughs> like, I understand him going there for the experience, but 
it feels mm-hmm. like he's the only vet. He's not like learning off of anybody. He's not like apprenticing in any type of way. They're just sort of building him up of like Ty is the only person that can do this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't make sense, even though we love Ty. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to spend thousands of dollars to bring people over, you would think you'd at least be taking care of the horse well. Till looked terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, make I was like, sense. no wonder he's sick. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so then you have Jade trying to get Tim to help her, but Tim just shrugs it off. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just keeps getting worse and worse. Um, and then he asks Billy to help Jade uh, because I know he knows he, he can't really do it. Then why in the world does he think he can go to Mongolia? Yeah. Yeah, it seems he's sort of trying to put things in place of you know, the things that he can't do, you know, coaching Jade, his relationship with Kate. Like, it seems to be accepting of those things but for some reason he thinks that you know he's running out of time when he had he doesn't even have the information that he needs to sort of make all these decisions yet he's just sort of you know going yeah. off the fact that he has very limited time yeah you at least need to you know find get out all the, the information get, the, get all the mris and everything done mm-hmm. uh and he has that whole conversation with Casey. Casey's sad about her brother and she kind of goes mm-hmm. on and on about, about how she could go through an experience like that again. And yeah. I don't know, I feel like he's let it go too far already. He just needs to rip the bandaid off and just tell because it's only going to get worse. Yeah. And I also feel like it doesn't really fit well with um, Jack's character to, you know, stay quiet about it um it does it just feels like oh yeah when when it brings in that that when he could injure himself and and get someone else injured because of his symptoms it really feels like jack would step up and say something yeah i think so too i mean you think about it when the he made the promise to lisa uh, and then he told he told amy and that was way Uh less pressing consequences yeah so you also have georgie uh talking to mitch about lou um and uh that relationship and um and you have also georgie and jade and jade is teasing her about dylan and his hot accent (laughs) 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 it's fun to sort of see how far they've come and and how close friends they are now um yeah yeah they have really good chemistry together so georgie is able to do the jump and then amy Mm -hmm. does it because of course amy is amy yeah i don't know why she's not going to the olympics yeah 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 because she was doing all different things (laughs) she can only stick with one thing for one season right uh so tim uh, says that he should go because he needs to spend time with amy um and then he tells jack about the tumor and says oh don't you can't tell anybody um 
And then Casey confronts Tim and they break up, which made me really sad. Yeah. Um, we also see Dylan watching Georgie jump and mm-hmm. we find out that he is not only a, uh, a love, possible love interest, but he's a, also going to be competing in the Summer Olympics. So a bunch of Olympians on our hands here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then, so Ty is trying to tell Amy not to come. Uh, the poachers are burning down stables. I didn't even know. They're just, it's just supposed to be like trauma. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a mess. And tells her not to go. But of course, Amy forgets her phone. And so she doesn't get the message. Yeah, not and... only does she forget her phone, but she forgets her passport as well. Right. I'm like, <laughs> like the least prepared person for this. You <laughs> should not be going. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's how it's kind of ended. I guess that's the cliffhanger. So Amy's going off to Mongolia and with Tim, who can barely walk. And yet, mm-hmm. I don't even know how none of these people have noticed. I mean, they've noticed yeah. that he's a little bit cranky. Uh, but how have you yeah. not noticed that he's literally like collapsing all over the place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wearing these sunglasses so all the time and stuff like yeah. that. It's... Uh, but uh, but yeah so this was the end of uh, the the this like you said mid-season finale it's not the best um no. i i mean maybe i should have given the other one a 7.5 and give this one a seven but it's definitely worse than um, the last episode um 6.5 yeah yeah it's just not a good no mid-season finale it's not a good storyline um and it's 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 not even that it's not good it's just sort of a rehash of what happened last season so it doesn't have as much of an impact so yeah six six point five yeah well let us know what you think of these three episodes if they are maybe ones you really like we'd love to hear your thoughts put it in the comment section or on twitter we'd love to hear what you have to say and uh, michelle where can people find you um on twitter at michelle r benson great you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And also make sure you're following the podcast and Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your five-star ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store, and there is Heartline Inspired merch at the merch store. So check that out. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.